saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything for pretty darn cheap. Check it out at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoToMeeting.com and GoDaddy.com. How'd you know? Use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name and get your pants off the ground. I got a bad feeling about this. Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing, people? It is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 134, brought to you the week of January the 18th. Nobody's Listening is America's favorite podcast. We're glad that we can call it that. It is America's favorite podcast for people that love Nobody's Listening the most out of all the other shows. I'm your host. My name is James from America's Hat. I'd like to introduce you to... Trevor, how you doing, Trev? Welcome back to the show. I'm doing great, James. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm missing Canada a little bit, I gotta say. Because you had Canada? How can you be missing Canada? I just miss it. Oh. Maybe I miss your weather now that you've taken it back. See, most Mm -hmm. of America was sharing, most of the world actually was sharing your coldness. Now it's in the upper 60s here in the beautiful... uh, uh, you know what, of Florida and, or uh, of the U.S., and we're, we're enjoying life, so it's a good deal. Hey, uh, speaking of being deep within Canada's pants, it's John Steinklauber. Welcome back to the show, John. Hey, thanks. Thank you very much. All right. So a pleasure to be back. Um, did you hear I missed Canada? Yeah, yeah, I heard <laughs> something about Canada not sharing its cold with you yeah. uh, or something. I, I, um, for those that follow the website, you'll notice that John is a plagiarizer. Did you guys uh, see that yes. post this week? Yes. That John's phrase, his famous immortal phrase, I turned into a bat and flew away, was taken from a pre teeny bopper uh vampire book. So Well, Ooh. yeah, I I didn't know. You're Actually saying? I think they plagiarized that from me because I've been saying that since before I was born. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are uh, such a, a clobber. I'm sorry. I don't know. But, um, hey, we got a surprise today. Usually it's just the three of us, but we've decided it's not quite enough, and we are uh, very excited to have a special guest host with us today in the immortal fourth chair. He actually doesn't have a chair. He's forced to stand next to John's toilet uh, while John's in the tub. (laughs) It's none other than from the WBR show, Eric J. Fisher. (laughs) It's Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you. Hey, can I be the itchy hair above America's belly button? Sure, if you'd like to be. Hey, um, you are a little bit quiet, so if there's any way you could be oh. loud, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you mean like, like, like a, that? There you go. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I'll, just, I'll be loud like that. It, it, you could be, I, you have my permission to be like the drummer of a high school band that tries to outplay everybody Nerdy? else. No. No, <laughs> awkward. But uh, Eric is the is the guy that, that called in the famous uh, sh- uh, voicemail that we sampled this from. Narthex! So yeah, 
Uh, he had a whole that episode was, named after it, actually. Yeah. That was five in the morning, Thanksgiving morning on the way to Walmart. Wow. In the car on my iPhone. What were you doing on the way uh, on Thanksgiving morning on the way to uh, Walmart? <laughs> well, yeah. I had pulled out shirts to wear when we got to where we were going for Thanksgiving and never packed them. So I was on my way to Walmart to get a shirt to wear for Thanksgiving. Awesome. To be appropriate around a family and all that. Yeah, all the turkey printed T-shirts were like 75% off that day, I hear. (laughs) Hey, we always start the show with an opening story, and this one's no different. This one's from Chris Cohen, host of No Show at noshow.net. Oh, he tricked me into pimping his show. Dang it. Ah. I've been listening for a little while now, and I enjoy the show quite a bit. I'm going to read it in a baby voice so that he can sound wimpy as a result. Uh, I sent this story on before, but it was really long, so I shortened it. Because I have skills. I have shortening skills. I'm I'm in the fourth grade. I'm kidding. I'm the fourth of eight kids of whom we are, were homeschooled. So we had a lot of extra time in our hands. One day, two of my older siblings and I got this crazy idea to dig a deep pit as, as deep as we could in our backyard. I, any of us ever done that? I have. I remember that. I used to dig lots of pits. Man, it was just the funnest thing ever. Burn pits. You know? yeah. I still dig my pits. Wow. (laughs) So we picked a spot, started digging. We strategically placed the pit behind the greenhouse. Oh, I remember my greenhouse. Do you guys remember your greenhouses? Um, no. My mom had a greenhouse, okay? I didn't have one. She did it. It was made out of that corrugated plastic, you know, and two-by-twos. It lasted for one season. But anyway, so that our parents wouldn't notice unless they decided to walk back there, which they rarely did. After several hours of taking turns digging, we dug a pit that was probably four to five foot deep and equally as wide. So once we had completed the pit, we felt a sense of accomplishment. At the same time, we couldn't help but say, okay, what now? Since we hadn't really thought past the whole digging phase to consider what we would do with the pit once it was made. Yeah, fill it up with water. You know, in Florida, you can't really dig but so deep before it automatically fills with water anyway. True. It is true. Or you could, or you could, di- you could put bodies in it. Yeah. No? Am I the only one who did that? Hey, Eric, are you interested okay. in a permanent spot? Because <laughs> we just lost a co-host there, so um, he's scary. Hey. Hey, what? Uh, I'm sorry. If I can survive not having pants and several other indiscretions, I'm sure I can survive. Very I have to draw the line somewhere. Okay. No. <laughs> We got an awesome idea. We covered the pit with loose sticks, and then we covered those sticks with hay, and it looked kind of like the pit was filled with hay (laughs) for any morons in the area. Uh, My oldest brother was inside uh, being a computer nerd, so we ran inside, acted really excited, and told him we'd filled the pit up with hay, and it was just like a giant trampoline now. As we mentioned earlier, the pit was positioned right behind the greenhouse. So if you were walking backyard of the side, you could see it and came out. We acted like we were taking turns, getting around. He started jumping out of the pit. Actually, we were just jumping in the side or to the back, but it looked pretty convincing from Micah's perspective. Since all we could see was running and jumping, not where we landed. Oh, thank you for describing that detail. Uh, Yeah, I wasn't quite getting it. Um, It was so convincing. In fact, he joined in the fun. He got a running start, took a giant leap, fell right through to the bottom of that pit. He sat there silently for a few minutes. He's probably trying to get his wind back. Uh, yeah, and his kneecap. <laughs> and his tailbone. Or, or the small sticks out of his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was probably trying to climb through all the other bodies Trevor had thrown down there. <laughs> anyway. He puts the lotion on its skin. What part of the pit is this? Oh. This is a really giant pit. Is it the... Martha! I don't know. <laughs> 
Anyway, once he'd made it up, he, he was mumbling something about how it wasn't very nice. I'm sure he had a few scratches and bu- bruises from it. So that's the pit story. Hope you liked it, Chris Cohen. I did. I did like it. I liked it. You know, here's the, the moral of the story, since so many folks are so eager to put morals in there, and Chris didn't. The moral is, whenever you're a computer nerd and your siblings are really excited about something and they want to share it with you, like really bad, it's not something that is fun for you, okay? We did the same thing with my sister. We are like, oh, we found this tea, this glass of tea near Grandpa's recliner. It's so good, and we want you to taste it. Oh, and she was no. like, really? It's like, yeah, Grandpa's tea, drink some. It's so tasty. And she wouldn't believe us for a while, but then she did, and it was like hard liquor or something. I don't even oh. know what it was. <laughs> and she, oh. she took it to the head and spit right there and all over the place and ran oh, to wash oh, her mouth oh. out. And then yes. instead of getting you know us in trouble, we threatened her. Saying, "Oh, you drank liquor. We're gonna tell." <laughs> so <laughs> nice. When you said that it was like a drink sitting next to Grandpa's chair, I was thinking something worse than liquor. Oh, yeah, like like yeah. like tobacco spit or something. Yeah, like no. Grandpa couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. Hey! <laughs> that's, that's what I pictured. Uh, tobacco spit would have been better. T- yeah. Speaking of tobacco spit, this episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Hey, you know what? It's been heavy weather out there. Not so much anymore, but still, going to meetings is is just a pain. You know what? You could skip flights, skip drives, and you can use GoToMeeting to host an online meeting instead. See, everybody simply logs on to GoToMeeting.com, and now they can see your computer desktop on their computer screen with just one click. You can host sales presentations, training sessions, or product demos right from your computer. You can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. Again, that's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Check it out and try it out. It is awesome. Help out yourself and help out nobody's listening with GoToMeeting. Um, also sponsored by Carrillo. Thank you, dude. Dean Piercy. Keith Techlitz and Alexis Spraulding. Thank you so much. If you'd like to sponsor a show, go to NLCast.com and click on donate. Any any donation of $5 or more will get you one um, show sponsorship. It's awesome. And it's fun and it's free. Not really free. But anyway. <laughs> weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. Yes, sir. <laughs> update. All right, it's time for that weekly update and uh, I'm going to go first. Hey, I got a new hat. I only wear one kind of hat. It came from uh, Target and uh, they sold out of them in Kansas City and so I just swore I was going to have to wear my same old hat. The hat had worn down to almost nothing and I found a new hat tonight. It was stuck back in the back of the back of some Target place. Canyon? Yeah, it was great. Also, uh, weekly update number two is that my um, not only have I started watching Doctor Who on Netflix streaming, the, the 2005 version, um, my wife, Dad Gum Her, has started what? watching it. I know. In that stink. Shut awesome? the door. I know, right? Or I can't wait to spread the word on Geek Loves Nerd tomorrow night, 9 30 <laughs> Eastern on uh, Ustream. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. But my real one is this. Okay. Uh, uh, taking your kids to the park is always fun until there's other kids their age there. And then you not only have to watch your kids, you have to watch the kids that the parents aren't watching because you, right. not really for their safety, but because you don't know if they're just going to go off and push your kid off the top, you know, or something. And so 
but but this wasn't the kind of kid that was there. It was my two and this and this boy. He must have been five. Or, no, no. He, I'm going to give him. He was probably seven. I'm going to say seven. He had curly uh. hair, and he was this kind of kid that is just instantly familiar with you. And I don't like mm-hmm. those kind of kids. I really don't. I love all children. I do, but I don't like one particular kind. And that's the kind that's very familiar with you. And so the first thing he says to me is he comes up, he just runs right up to us as we're standing near the edge of the slide. And he says, hey, you want to see something cool? Watch this. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even <laughs> yep. want to watch my own kids. You know, I just want you to go, <laughs> I want you to go play and I want to look at the sailboats or something, you know. But no, I, so I'm, I'm trying to ignore this kid. And he does something. I'm apparently unsafe because my wife was watching him and she goes, that doesn't look safe. And so I was very curious, but it did resist the urge to look. But then he comes up to me and he's like, cause I'm trying to play with my kids. And he says, um, can I play with your kids? What, what's, <laughs> what's their names? I'm said, ask them. And he says, can I play with your kids? What's their name? I said, ask them. He goes, ask them. Is that ask them? <laughs> 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 and I says, no, that's Jay. She goes, he goes, Jay. Oh, is that Askum? And he points at Jenna. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's Jenna. He goes, well, who's Askum? I said, just go play. Just go away. I wanted to slap you before, but now I just want to put you in a pit for some reason. So. It's got With hay on it. Hay. Oh, Lord. It was so annoying. Just, you know, is that ask them? So anyway, there you go. That's mine. We, uh, Trevor, what you got? I, I will preface this story by saying that before I had children, I was one of those people that was very phobic about, uh, about any sort of, uh, you know, bodily fluids, you know, like, like snot or, or vomit or, or any of that type tea. stuff. <laughs> or grandpa's specialty. <laughs> But I was I was taking Brianna to school the uh, last week, and uh, she had thrown a fit just before she left. So she was kind of crying, you know, having that kind of sob. I don't want to go to school, but you kind of have to take. So you're, you're kind of hurting her along, even though she doesn't want to go. She's telling you how much she doesn't want to go as she's going, and she's kind of crying and having a bit of a fit type thing. So I calmed her down before I got her to the school, and I got her all in lineup, and she's ready to go into the school. And it's like, and she just kind of stops but be, as the lineup goes, it's starting to go into, into the school. And she turns to me. It's like, oh, if I lost the battle. And she looks at me and she says, daddy. And she just looks at me. It's like, what? Why, why, are, why are you not going into school? Daddy. And she looks at me. And she, because she had been crying, she had this, uh, just this whole snot face thing oh. going underneath her nose. Oh. It's like, it's like, I can't go into school. It's like, uh, and I, and I check my pockets and I have no Kleenex. It's like, uh, mm. it's like, mm. I, I can't, it's my first day. My first instinct was I can't help you. <laughs> she what? says, I, she says, I can't go in daddy. It's like, well, it's like, well, uh, they probably have a cleaning right inside the door. She says, no, daddy, I can't go in. Like, Meanwhile, all the kids are going past her and it's like, okay, my window of opportunity is going. It's like, um, uh, so I took my two, my forefinger and my thumb and I wiped the nose with it. <laughs> See? And it was like, oh, I, I feel so, oh, and then I wiped it in a snowbank and it was like, oh, that was the grossest thing ever. <laughs> See, in, in this case, I think it would have been completely acceptable to take her over to the pole lower the Canadian flag and just wipe away. Uh, yeah. Who's got yeah, a that's... cell phone? Uh, that was my, that was my house phone. Sorry. 
Somebody, you don't know people. Turn it off. Man, those Canadian police are really quick. I, I say wipe your nose with the flag, and they're on top of this thing. <laughs> oh, wait, we hold on. We <laughs> Transmission ended. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're already blocked by, by, uh, by the UK and all of its subsidiaries. It's great. Yes. So, so John, what do you got? Uh, Trevor's still wiping snot out of uh, from under his fingernails, but uh, what do you got? I, I I don't have anything as awesome as that, so I'll just tell this. Uh, you'll awesome. notice <laughs> I got two things. You'll notice that I don't sound like I'm in the bathtub anymore. Yeah, you sound good. Be- well, thank you. Uh, I received but... in the mail on Friday. Thank you to Trevor. Um, a yellow package. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a mail bomb. However, it was not. It was a headset. And it was provided to us by the lovely and talented Eric J. Fisher. So thank you, oh Mr. Fisher. For yeah, I thought it was about time he got out of the tub. No joke. Yeah, was, I was starting to prune. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Just call me your sugar prune. Oh, like, yeah. Thanks, oh, oh. thanks Eric. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, hey, now I know his. I have his uh, home address. So if anybody out there wants it, I'll be selling it on eBay for a low price. Okay. Uh, that was that was a uh, fake uh, work uh, <laughs> dentist. It's my dentist's address. That's it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you know, I'm glad John was quick because I want to get to tr- uh, to uh, to what's his name again? Eric Fisher. Yeah. So Eric, <laughs> what you got? Home skillet D dog. All right. Well, uh, it's been a tough week. Uh, yeah, as you I, know, I know you I, were having trouble staying awake at work. I saw that on 12 <laughs> seconds. Dude, oh, that 12 second stuff is addictive. Oh, it is. Oh, man. If you don't know, you better recognize. <laughs> yeah, I just found it today. Yeah. I'm in uh, well, anyway, I've had a rough week. Uh, I have have this show. Um, and then at work, they told me they wanted me to do this other job. And so, but they didn't say they wanted me to do it right now. They wanted me to do it in the future. So they finally gave it to me and I thought I was doing a pretty good job of it. But then they said, uh, no, we're going to have the guy that was doing the job before you take it back. Oh, dude, you sound like uh, Coco there. Yeah, and and so then they started. (laughs) This is this is real. No, no, this isn't your weekly update. This is Conan O'Brien's life. I I was wondering if you pulled that in there somewhere. You're passionate about this thing, aren't you? I keep sharing about it. I mean, I like Conan O'Brien, and so okay. So I have what you got against Jay? Yeah, I think Jay. I think Jay Leno sounds like a gangster. Yeah, I yeah, never, yeah. I never liked. I never liked Leno when when Carson handed it over to him. I quit watching. So I don't even know who he is. I I like him in my in my men's magazine. Uh, he's got nice cars. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I, gotcha. I I read, kind of I read him for the cars. Yeah, okay, for the article. The, inter- the interviews <laughs> with the cars. Popular mechanics. He's been in there forever doing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, well, I have a real. I have a real update. What's your real one? Okay, uh, we had dinner at my brother and sister in law's tonight, and afterwards, my my mother in law, sister in law, my wife, and and other brother in law, sister in law, we we're sitting there uh, playing apples to apples. Well, the kid, my daughter, and uh, her two boy cousins uh, were all upstairs playing, and suddenly, out of nowhere, we hear. Um, 
I have poo in my mouth. Oh, ah, 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 <laughs> and we all freak Why? out and start to run up the stairs. Who is this? And <laughs> it wasn't my daughter. It was the youngest boy who said it. Uh, and then uh, he, uh, turns out he just was biting his Winnie the Pooh doll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a little bit freaky there because he would totally do that. <laughs> So. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Oh, it's just that poo. That poo in my mm. mouth. I just want an altar call right now. Just to <laughs> just to help us clear our minds and just reset. That was so awesome that, that it wasn't <laughs> real poop. Yeah. I'm happy that it wasn't real poop too. Uh, um thank you so much. Um hey, you know what? It's time for this. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! Okay, LDB of the Week is anyone who would give someone a job and then take it back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, just, I did that for Eric. I don't know who this is from, but it's pretty good. So it says, hey, James Trevor John. Uh, so I have another story from my work at Starbucks. It had been it had just snowed this morning, and for some reason, everyone uses that as an excuse to come to Starbucks at 7 a.m. Like you need an excuse. So at one point, we had 20 or so people in line waiting to order inside and 15 or so cars through the drive-thru. Needless to say, we were having a hard time filling orders and keeping them out fast. Um, so I was working the drive-thru, and the guy pulls up and asks me, he says, I've been waiting in line for 15 minutes. What's taking you guys so long? To which I reply, sir, we have about 20 people inside waiting for drinks also. And apparently, this answer wasn't good enough for him because he quickly retorted, well, they don't matter. Oh, that's <laughs> dude needed his coffee, man. So the LBB is this guy and self-entitled people in general. And I couldn't agree more. Oh, people that don't think the rules apply to them. It's like folks that, you know, I'm always one of these guys when there's a detour or some sort of weird shortening of the lanes. I get over early because yeah, my yes. belief is if everyone did that, traffic literally would not slow down. It wouldn't in theory. It wouldn't. But it slows down because there's all these self-entitled LBBs pulling up and then trying to whip in last minute because they're better than the 500 people that are waiting in line patiently. And it's just sad because I see the same thing in my daughter's preschool, you know, cutting in line. (laughs) I want to be the caboose. I want to be the engine. I want to be first. I see the same thing at at airports. i got to be first on the plane, you know, and it's like we are just older children. That's all we are. And it's sad. We're all LBBs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I just, all we are is dust in the wind. Actually, he did say the LBB is people that yell at Walmart employees, but uh, <laughs> oh. I left that part out. <laughs> that was the LBB of a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You're late. Uh, I still don't go in that side of the Walmart. I'm afraid of that old man. He might come back and get me. Anyway. You could go postal on you. <laughs> Let's do some of this. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> all right, middle schoolers, the part that you all look for, just seeing if your badly spelled moronic substitution for a real story has been sent in and, and played and all this, and I was going to have a better thing to say than that, but I dropped my mouse. So, sorry, Travis that Wheeler. distracted you. Howdy, in El Cast. It's Travis Wheeler. About a year ago, the Video King magazine that I subscribed to was discontinued, and the company decided to, instead of paying me back for the remaining months of my subscription, they decided to send a different magazine for the remainder of the subscription. However, the magazine they decided to replace the Video Game magazine was with a little more, shall we say, adult-oriented content. You 
you can imagine my mom's expression when the issue of Maxim came in the mail with her 16-year-old son's name on the mailing address. Unfortunately, I happened to be there when it happened, and I wish I could just turn into a bat and fly away. I freaked out and tried to explain, but I didn't know where it was going either because the company never sent us a letter warning me of the magazine they would be sending. But then the letter attached to the magazine, which explained the situation, Boot Corporate and Travis Wheeler. Travis Wheeler, I am not going to allow you to use my show to propagate your lie. <laughs> Travis, Travis Wheeler subscribed Travis Wheeler's mom. He did subscribe to Maxim. And he thought he was he was there because he was waiting. He was tracking it and he knew it was in the mail. You just got there first. You were never Ooh. supposed to know. And I want you to notice <laughs> that the letter that suddenly appeared in the plastic wrap, which was wrinkled and opened, was was printed on your printer, your home printer. So Anyway, I just wanted to read that because I can I can hear a scam from a mile away. However, however, I I will I will stick up for Mr. Wheeler and I will tell him that that video game magazine was EGM, and it happened. Really, <laughs> it did. Really, okay. Well, I I'll eat I'll eat some crow here. Yes, oh, EGM oh, EGM oh, went oh. out of business, and uh, I, I didn't know that they had. I knew that they had uh, they had substituted other magazines rather yeah. than giving back. Yeah, but you got I you, you got highlights, and and he got stinking. You know, <laughs> speaking of highlights, have you ever seen highlights anywhere other than a children's uh, doctor's dentist. office? Yeah, or a dentist? No, no, no I have not. <laughs> yeah, you got highlights. He gets Maxim. He's sixteen years old. I bet they sent him an option. And he was like highlights okay. or Maxim. <laughs> I wonder what's happening in Street Fighter Four. Oh, look at this! <laughs> it's a Maxim instead. I'll read the articles. I'll read the articles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, Mom. Read it to me. Worked out great. Tell me about this game. <laughs> What's this game? Who Which wrote, game is this? Who wrote the Book of Love, Mom? What's a rack? <laughs> <laughs> it's a country. It's the not just a country. country. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> How come this page in the center of the book keeps falling out then? <laughs> it's twice as long as the rest of the magazine. Oh, Mom, which game is that poster for? <laughs> it's got a lot of curves. It must be a racing game. Get it? <laughs> curves. Racing game. Okay, oh, gonna... man. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's probably as many uh, half naked women in the game in Maxim as there were true. in the game magazine. Hello, so there you go. All right, hey, um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Eric J. Fisher tell us our featured story, and we're very, <gasps> very excited about it, aren't we, people? Yay! Yay! Nobody's listening podcast coming to a theater near you. Rated G for giggles and glee. And I'm back on track hey. with the General Larry Platt. 
shouldn't take a man to hit the freaking idol stage to realize your style is played on like the holidays pull the gold fronts out your mouth especially if you're not from the south it looks burnt out in 2010 man do something for yourself hit the mall get some pants to fit buy a belt now i don't know who really started this trend wearing the pants around the ankles but i would like to thank you for messing up all these young cats heads make them think a style's alive when a style's really dead Hey, James, it's Red Boy, along with... Absolute Amy. We want to thank you for the... In a world, in a world, where you podcast like you mean it, there is one hero. His name, Red Boy. You know what? That's like your superpower, I think. But you have to be sick to have your superpower, so I'm not sure how that works out. Like, actually, you have to get weak to get your superpower. But anyway, it sounds awesome. Um, I don't know if we both played your awesomeness by the time you play this voicemail, but uh, thanks again, and in a world, it's Red Boy, out. Featured Story. All right, it's time for that Featured Story, and today we have the illustrious, the wonderful, the immaculately conceived Eric Fisher. Uh, yeah, I know. Hmm, creepy. <laughs> so, Eric, take us, take us somewhere. What's your All uh, right. Featured Story? We're, we're going to go back all the way to the year 1997. <gasps> I don't know what was happening politically or socially or pop culture wise, but all I know is it was the summer after I finished my freshman year of college. Mm. <gasps> I and I, wow, I'm young. I'm young again. Um, got back with cops, got back from this first year of college and started working uh, as a helper at my youth group again. And they needed me to go be a counselor at a junior high camp. So this is in the middle of uh, upstate New York. And I don't know how typical, you know, Christian youth camps go for you guys that you've been involved with. But typically the ones that I've been involved with at this place in particular, uh, we everybody's looking forward to like Wednesday or Thursday night because they're going to do a talent show. Mm thing Ah. and usually it's expected that the counselors will get together and do something funny make themselves look foolish and the kids will all love it and they'll listen to you then about jesus later because you're cool (laughs) so yay (laughs) you're a moron i'm gonna put my eternal destiny in your hands (laughs) it works though it is funny i'll follow you anywhere (laughs) even to the funny You're funny. Um, so, yeah, so me and uh, two of my other friends who were college age, uh, we'll call one of them Horton, and we'll call the other uh, Theophilus. They, uh, <laughs> fake name, and uh, really? they, we decided to do something called the peanut butter and jelly skit. And I'm not sure if you're you're familiar with this skit, so I'm going to just give a little brief rundown of how this goes. Yeah, because the only one I know is the one where they all sit down and, and the person gets all their symptoms and, and he runs out oh, when yeah. the pregnant lady runs in, you know? Yep, that, yeah. that's been done to death. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and the, have you ever done purple pizza? Uh-huh. Purple pizza is where they do like the same scene over and over and over again, but they add yeah. some weird stuff. Yeah, they're sound. like recording it or something. In slow yeah. motion. Yeah. Right. Do it's it awesome. sad. Too do happy. it as a tragedy. Do it as Thank a you. Yeah, action movie. Yeah, there's so, only actually about two or three skits Christians are allowed to do, apparently. Right. So, so this <laughs> is one of 
This is one of them, and it's called the, the pe- peanut butter and jelly skit. And basically what it is is you've got three guys. They walk up on stage, and they're like, hey, man, we're going, we're going to go to college, and college kids don't have any money. And so we're going to have to cut corners. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to need deodorant at college because it's going to be stinky. So, and, and you're going up there, and you walk up in white wife beaters shirts on <laughs> and uh they're like well we're gonna need deodorant and you're like you lift up your pits and you smell them and you're like oh yeah and the, and the junior hires are like ew they smell your pits nasty <laughs> and uh so we're like all right well what are we gonna eat we we can't afford deodorant what do we have well we've got jelly so you get the jelly out and oh. you put it on like deodorant oh. and then it's like all right Next, we need to wash our hair. All right, well, what do we do to wash our hair? Well, we don't have shampoo. What do we have? Peanut butter. So <laughs> you, you get out the peanut butter and, uh. and you, you put the peanut butter in your hair. And, and then it's like, well, what, what are we going to do now? Well, we don't have money for food. Well, what do we have? We have bread. And so you, everybody gets a piece, couple pieces of bread. Uh. And you're like, well, we don't have anything to make a sandwich. Well, and uh. so you wipe the bread on your uh. jelly pit. Oh. And butter hair, and you wipe it all together. You put it together, and then you actually literally take a bite. Oh, no, not me. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. So I love Jesus, but but yeah, my faith has limits. Right. I'm, I'm a Christian. Sweat. I'm offended that you eat peanut butter and jelly from your pits and your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you shaved your armpits first, right? Please say uh, yes. That was hairbits. <laughs> <laughs> Built-in floss. It's awesome. This peanut butter's chunky. It wasn't chunky before, but mm, mm. So my little skin tags came loose and uh, uh, oh, dude. <laughs> Mommy, what's that? It's a skin tag. How do you get rid of it with peanut butter <laughs> and a youth camp experience? And jelly. <laughs> So uh, here's the deal. So we, we are done with the skit and we go sit down and then uh, what, meanwhile, what's been going on is it's been starting to rain pretty badly since about dinner time because this is done in the evening. And so it gets to be, you know, time to where it's actually dark outside and it starts pouring rain and we're all still sitting there doing our talent show and stuff. And then boom, the lightning and thunder happens and the lights go out on the entire campgrounds, which is, I mean, I don't know how big it, I mean, it's, it's, you know, let's say the size of, you know, a mid-sized college campus. Oh, I was going to say Grand you've Theft got, Auto, but. You've got no <laughs> lights anywhere. You've got a bunch of freaking out junior high kids. And they're all hungry. Yes, they're all hungry. It's snack time, because usually you have, like, snack after this. And uh, what happens is what happened was we find out later that uh, down the road a bit, a car had in the had kind of swerved in the slippery mud or whatever and hit a power line. So the power was out, was not going to be coming back anytime soon. And so the leadership of the camp decides, well, the uh, cafeteria has a generator. So let's get all the kids over into there. We'll truck them over there. Meanwhile, me and my, you know, me and Horton and Theophilus. We're, uh, again, <laughs> not really, 
we we're still covered in peanut butter and, and jelly and, and <laughs> red and we're trucking our kids over there and, and it's pouring rain so you know we're getting a little bit washed off but then it's like all right we get him in there and there's they're all corralled in you know at tables and they're they're having snack and they're doing fun stuff in there and we're like hey uh other counselors can can the three of us go uh you know clean up so right luckily <laughs> right right next door there is a a bathroom like a communal bathroom hmm. and there's there's boys and girls so we go on the boys side luckily uh but it was kind of hard to tell because only if we had only from experience did we know which door was the right door because literally there were no lights anywhere like it's ah. it was like how you see the stars better when you're out in the country mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of pitch dark oh, wow. so except for the occasional flash of lightning so we go in and we're doing our showering and all that and uh <laughs> we we suddenly realize um hey guys we don't have any towels or any clean clothes with us or anything and we're we're uh, in the stalls not together but in separate stalls but uh what are we gonna do so we're like all right well it's dark so let's just go stand in the locker room area oh, no. dry off no. <laughs> not not realizing that the door was close enough that that, that what that what that we were actually looking at each other but not really because it was dark but then it would suddenly be light and it's like ah! no what did I, I didn't see cover yourself no and it's like <laughs> so luckily you know junior hires were all being kept in the cafeteria and there was a bathroom separate in there for them to use so none, none of them walked in on us, but <laughs> the three of us are standing there pretty much naked and we're like, all right, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way to get, uh, to some towels and some clothes. And, um, so I missed know. it. Did the light come, the lights came on dignity. Light, no, well, not the lights. It was lightning. Oh, <laughs> oh, so, okay. Okay. You Skyped out there for a minute. I think we missed something important. So that was, that was awesome. <laughs> What'd you hear last? Uh, no, no, you you did fine. I just missed the lightning part. Okay, you were so standing the, there yeah. drip drying, and then the lightning apparently was flashing. The lightning would come on, and we would not realize. We hadn't <laughs> really, really well thought this through. We were all standing there trying to not look at the dark splotch that we knew was our friend. <laughs> and uh, So then we're like, all right, let's run back to the uh, cabin, and, and we'll get towels, and we'll get dried off and cleaned up and, and all that. Well... We suddenly realized that was not well thought out either because when we go outside, it may be dark everywhere on campus. But again, once in a while as we're running, which we suddenly said, hey, let's run side by side so we're not like in line. Uh, the flash and it's like, no! <laughs> the moon wore out that night. Flash. Wah! I'm poking <laughs> And so we finally got all there, got cleaned up. We tried not to be spotted because everyone's, I mean, if you've got this big campus and it's pitch dark. You cannot see, like literally there are, mo- there was a couple times as we're running, we had showered, but there's a couple times where you're running and it is muddy, like crazy muddy, mudslide. And it's still pouring down rain. And every once in a while you see another flash of light and then to make it all worse, one of the friends of mine slipped and <laughs> right into the mud. He's covered in a big pile of mud. 
He's naked. <laughs> so, and he's like, guys, help me up. So and I'm like, no. So it's almost like you got to see Avatar before the rest of us, right? Right. Before they colored everybody. <laughs> uh, I turned to him and I said, I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. James so Cameron. We finally, yeah. We finally get uh, – good thing this wasn't in 3D. And uh, – <laughs> Finally, get back. Okay. <laughs> only the so world was clothes. in 3D. <laughs> to, to this day, those two friends of mine, we say the words "drip dry," and there's this long in joke that just inside joke that just uh, comes, flash, comes literally flashing back in our minds. I don't know. I would have been ripping down some some uh, plastic curtains from the showers or something. I'm just way <laughs> yeah. too shy. It was just the shock of the entire. We were not thinking. We would go from, okay, this will make it better. No, it made it worse. This will make it better. No, it made it worse. No. <laughs> this isn't helping. <laughs> so. And the lights of flashes of lightning and all the three moons out and these three muddy naked dudes running around. Yeah. Oh, oh. We could have oh, gotten man. deep trouble if any of those junior hires snuck out. <sighs> so They was- would have been scarred for life. <laughs> Oh yeah. Too, too bad I, there I there wasn't a too bad there wasn't a creature of the night, a dog like creature of the night out, because it could have been the three moon wolf, you know, instead of a three moon <laughs> you know. That would have been a terrible t shirt. <laughs> it's like three dog night, only worse. Uh, black hole sun. Won't you come? Well thank you, Eric. Oh no. I hope the mental pictures weren't too bad. No. Did you have a beard in ninety seven? No, I had actually, I had uh, shoulder length hippie type. <laughs> oh, that hair. made it worse. Now your hair's flowing in, yes. in, 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 in slow As motion. He runs. <laughs> slow, slow. <laughs> That's why the peanut butter was hard to get out. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't know where we were going with this. And earlier when I said that the kids were all hungry, I was just imagining, you know, them having to stand in line, you know, for a couple of swipes. Don't take more than one swipe of peanut butter and one swipe of jelly. we got a lot of kids <laughs> to feed here. You know. Uh, mm. <sighs> <laughs> I know. If any, if any, if, I love camp stories. If any story deserved a recap song, <laughs> oh, man. that was this one. The recap song is already written. It's peanut butter jelly times, peanut butter <laughs> jelly time. <laughs> it's naked running, muddy dudes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, the logic of teenagers, man. Yeah, let's get this peanut butter off of us and let's not think one bit further. Along. Yeah. 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 You might have been able to wear your wife beaters a pair of pants, but if you really think about that, it wouldn't have worked at all. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> you you put your legs through the arms and then there's just this openness opening. <laughs> goes all oh, the way works. up to your belly button. It's just not good. Well, plus in the process of doing the skit, you get peanut butter and jelly and breadcrumbs all over your your wife beater and oh. your Pants, basically. Pantalones. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it, that's still better than running naked through the <laughs> through the woods. I would not. That, I that would. I true. couldn't do it. I wasn't masculine enough, or whatever it takes. <laughs> I was too shy. I am too shy. So, uh, thank you for sharing that, though. <laughs> it's time for us to do some of this, though. 
ENV mail. Thank you for calling. All right, our first one comes to us from an anonymous person. So get ready for this and uh, enjoy it. They've even disguised their voice. Hey, James, Trevor, and John. This is... Well, don't worry about who this is. That's why I'm disguising my voice. (laughs) Um, I'm nominating myself as LBB of the week. There's this guy in our church. He's a bit of a halfwit, and he's kind of socially inept. And I've never really been comfortable hanging around with this guy, talking to this guy. Cause he, does, I mean, he does crazy stuff in church, like, uh, you know, like takes the chair next to him and puts it in front of him so he can rest his Bible on there, and eats food and crackles bags and stuff, <laughs> and jingles his keys and all kinds of crazy he stuff. Prays and, and uh, sings. He's, you know, it's so annoying. He, he's kind of not all there, and I've never really <laughs> felt any kind of, I don't know. I just, I just don't care for the guy. Anyway, so I'm in a men's. Uh, pray for him to get unsaved yesterday morning. <laughs> And we're standing in Panera there, and we're in front of the in front of the cashier there. And he says to me, "Yeah, so I I, I had to had to put my wife in a psychiatric hospital a couple of years ago." And so I'm like, "Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm thinking, Gee, when did you get married? Because you know, I, I didn't even realize this guy got married." And he says, "Yeah, she she was stabbing herself. Oh, she stabbed herself four times, and the only thing that went through my head was I'd stab myself too if I had married you. <laughs> so uh, I felt really bad because I have absolutely no compassion for this guy whatsoever. And so that's why, even though this dude is whacked out and everything, he's married to this lady Close who starts stabbing himself, and the only thing Close I could self. think of." was, yeah, uh, I'd stab myself, too, if I were married to you. But fortunately, I kept my mouth shut. Mm. But still, I am the LBB of the week for having such a impure thoughts. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love that he had to change his voice because he couldn't, in case somebody from his church heard it, you know. <laughs> Just on the off chance. Stranger things have happened on this show, so he was probably very wise. Oh, I just like the idea. <laughs> I just like the idea of changing your voice, you know, to, to be able to tell people what's what's, what's for real. real. What's really on your mind. So I've decided to do the same thing. So uh, I don't know if you guys can hear this in Skype, but the people on the show can hear my new voice. And so now I feel free to tell you the truth. Trevor and John, I I kind of hate both of you, so there you go. Now I feel better. I, I do. All right, there, right. there. Hey, uh, somebody just came on the, on the show and said that they hated Trevor and John. <laughs> I know, weird, huh? I don't know who that so was. So irritating. But... <laughs> no. Who oh, is man. this? Who is this for real? I don't know. Oh, man. And, and I've always found um, Eric, Eric Fisher, Fisher to, to be attractive. attractive so, so, sorry. I just wanted to tell you that, too. Uh, or somebody did. So, <laughs> so, not me. Yeah, it, it totally fooled everybody. Hey, everybody, I have a short horror story from high school to share from you. Sophomore year. It's a new kind of year. I, have a, I had a giant crush on, the, on an adorable junior. Every day I would see him right before lunch. As I was walking past the senior lunchroom and he was walking the opposite way. And every day I would try to make contact with him and smile at him until one day we ended up at the same ski lodge and we sang karaoke together. This is the start. No, um, one day right before lunch, we were looking at each other and smiling 
Well, at the same time, a senior was walking out of the lunchroom. Not looking in front of me, I proceeded to walk directly into the door, just like in those cheesy movies, uh, keeping eye contact with my crush the entire time. I fell flat on my back, and all my books and notebooks went flying. I looked up just in time to see everyone around me freeze and then burst out laughing for at least 30 full seconds, including my crush, who I had never actually lost eye contact with. Hope you got more enjoyment out of this than I did. Keep up the podcast, Emily from Minneapolis. (laughs) I know. That was... That was from who? Emily. Emily. Oh, that happened to a girl. Yeah, that was a lady. Oh, was a lady. oh I feel bad. <laughs> I mean, if it was a dude, I would have been like laughing my head off. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I think it's fine oh, to laugh. Yeah. You're racial against <laughs> females. I'm a or male, whichever. Yeah, you're. Speaking you're of racial, um, I, I forgot to mention the chat room. We've got the chat room here with us tonight. You can join the chat room every Monday night at 930 Eastern. At yeah. nlcast.com slash watch. And um, there's plenty of people in there tonight. We've got about, tw- about just shy of 60 people. I'm kidding. Really? Just shy of uh, just about 30. 30 folks in yeah. there with us tonight. So thank you for joining us. Let me holler out some names. Pastor Mikey Wan's in there. Seventh Dimension Podcast is in there. Marvel Geek. Uh, somebody with a weird name that starts with a J. Um, something about music to stuff and coconut shih tzu or something like that. Whoops. <laughs> And um, uh, what I don't know, D from KC's in there, Daddy Surf Four. I got to be careful when I read these things, but that is a real brand of dog. Hey, let me read one of our uh, our voicemails here. Um, Hi, Enocast. My name is Teeny, and I'm a felony message onto the show. And I like to submit, and I will be at the week that is the people that open the doors when someone got right outside. And that same door, for example, at school day passing through the people will open the clashing door for all seven, knowing that there's someone in there. And somehow you can just tell by that just wish that they score, make it on that. Portage, phase, it really online half. Anyway, thanks for the ratio you guys put out, and hopefully this makes a show. Thanks and bye. <laughs> we, we do put out a good ratio. Uh, my name is Damien. I'm a felony listener to the show, and uh, I'd like to submit um, an LBB of the week, and that is people that open doors when someone is right outside that same door. Uh, for example, at school during passing period, people will open a classroom door all of a sudden, knowing that there's someone out there, and somehow you can just tell that they just wish that they score a hit on that poor kid's face. Um, <laughs> it's really annoying. Anyway, uh, thanks for the great show you guys put on, and uh, hopefully this makes it on the show. Thanks again. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. It must be a specific thing. If, if Trevor goes to your school, he'll take care of those doors for you. Oh, yeah. I'm good at that. Hi. Uh, hey, rem- I remember Maggie and I just had to read the quote-unquote Janelle Yates. When you are reading one of your emails regarding Capitalize and everything, so and from a reason. Keeping your amazing is just something in magazines. So number today, it you valueless for fun. Anyway, asked urgent, he's okay, but it and love and he can close it and only fires that. Yeah, okay, bye, three, six. Hey, I'm reading from a magazine and I just decided to read in the quote unquote James voice. When you were reading one of your emails, and the person kept capitalizing everything. So, it's from 12 reasons he thinks you're amazing. It's just something in a magazine. So, number six is, you sound fabulous every single day, even after Jim. Okay, thank you. All right, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
And okay then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I let it go probably a little too long, but it's okay. <laughs> sorry, people. I'm sorry. Hey, James, Trevor, and John, this is Gard from the forums. Gnerd, I'm sorry, Gnerd, G-N-U-R-D, from the forums. Uh, forums. Although I don't hang out there, but you might remember me from the Dracula story. Dude, if you're the person that turned in the get Dracula story, then you are my hero. Today yeah. I bring you a tale from the hunt. This past October, a friend, let's call him Elmer, took me squirrel hunting in central Illinois. His grandmother's farm was our base of operations, and we hunted in the surrounding woodland. We got up early in the morning to go sit in the woods for a while and wait for squirrels to come to us, or rather, not to come to us, and after several hours of seeing nothing, we went inside for lunch. At some point during our break from the hunt, Elmer decided to go to the bathroom. A minute later, we heard a yell from the bathroom, and Elmer came running out, still buckling his belt. He ran past us saying, "'There's a squirrel in the tree!' The bathroom he ha- he was in had a window out of the backyard, which had a pecan <laughs> tree in it. Elmer ran outside after grabbing one of the shotguns and knocked that squirrel right out of the tree as we watched him from the kitchen window. <laughs> Elmer returned with a big smile, holding a rodent by its furry tail. He put it on a piece of newspaper in the entryway and headed back in the bathroom saying, I wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he at least pulled his pants up. The lesson here is when opportunity knocks, you got to go for it, no matter what you're doing, even if you're, <laughs> even if you're dropping a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys have a great show uh, so apparently when nature calls has dual meetings there in illinois you know it, it works well, both ways you know you might be a redneck if you uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything else. if you don't drop the kids off at the pool so that you can go pick up a rodent out of a tree if you uh, just shoot the animal from your bathroom window that's what you he might done. be a redneck should have propped that thing up. That that would have been the epitome of awesomeness right there. Well, yeah, if you had your shotgun rack right behind your toilet there, <laughs> you just reach it up, boom, there you go, put her right back. I'll go clean it later. <laughs> after, after I clean this, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it's like a redneck version of rock, paper, scissors, you know, poop, or, or squirrel beats poop. But what what beats squirrel? I don't know. So, beer. Beer. Beer beats squirrel. Beer beats squirrel. <laughs> so poop squirrel beer. That's what we're going to play from now on. Hey, NLCast, love the show. I got kind of a weird story for you. When I was a preteen, I would regularly help my mother with some errands in the grocery store. After we were finished, we decided to line up for the cash register. It was rather a long line, so it went rather slow, rather, rather. Finally, we had to, uh, we got to the front of the line, but it's this really rude guy just cut right in front of us. I got to say, I've never had that happen. And if it did, I would go off. But anyway, I hate line cutters, and I was really tired, so I did what I did. And I felt terrible about what I did. Yes, James, I screamed right at him. Right at, right after my scream, everything became silent. The guy looked at me in fear. Kids were staring at me. Then I looked to my mom, and she got really scared and said I was moving in with Uncle and Auntie in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, home's to Bel Air. I pulled up the house about 7 or 8, and I yelled to the cab, yo, home, smell you later. I looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel Air. And that's my story. Love the show. And they didn't sign it. What? I know. That was, that was epic. Dude, I just, I never knew that was a true story. I know. I thought, you know, they embellish things, you know, based on a true story. And so I imagine that, you know, a fight was much more interesting. But, uh, yeah. The line, the line at Publix, you know, 
it, it, it could happen. One more. Hey, I love your podcast. It's hilarious. I totally understand the dynamic of a 10-year age difference between siblings because I am also the eldest of kids, of five kids, and my youngest sibling is 10 years younger than I am. Anyway, I got a funny story. Usually, when my brother and I go to the amusement parks, we are partnered up with each other and set loose to go and do what we want and ride whatever rides we deem worthy. Because my brother is a year and a half younger than I am, I usually assert my authority as the eldest whenever possible, like any other big sister would do, and I usually pick the rides we go on. On a particular trip to Cedar Point when I was 14, I really wanted to go on a Mantis ride, and it looked awesome, and I wanted to go on it badly. However, my brother was terrified to go on the thing, claiming it was a death trap, and the line was way too long. I pulled my brother in the line and spent the next 45 minutes convincing him that going on the ride would be fun. I used every argument I could think of, from, you'll like it when you get on it, to, you go on this with me, and I'll pay for your cherry (laughs) slushy later. And when we finally got to the ride, after my brother chickened out about five times, we were both safely fastened in the seats. After the ride was over, my brother liked it, though it was he thought it was awesome and wanted to go on it again. I, who was very excited for the ride, had such a good time that I was nauseous, and I had a terrible (laughs) headache, and I couldn't go on any other rides for the rest of the trip. What was even funnier is that every time I wanted to go to an amusement park or fair, this exact scenario happens at least once in some shape or form. LOL, Maddie of Washington. I'm sorry, Michigan. Whatever. <laughs> I may have to tell the story one time because I had a similar situation with Jen when we were dating. And we, I wanted to do the free fall at uh, Six Flags over Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, it's an awesome ride, but it looks scary as mess. And it does. Mm-hmm. It looks like a badly constructed shopping cart um, with a ladder involved. And But it is so fun. And, and, man, we broke up like four or five times in line and got back together. And she was not wanting <laughs> to go. And it was terrible. And I was promising her and threatening her and calling down God and all these different things. And, yeah, she, she enjoyed it at the end of it. So I guess I just told the story. <laughs> That's okay. That's man, I hope you tell show. that story. I hope I do. Let's do one more yeah, voicemail. Yeah, one of these days. <laughs> Hey, this is Mama Geek, a.k.a. Uh, four, 4 or 5 Goat Girl, or... No, no, sorry. Sorry, figure, <laughs> out, figure out who you are before you call the show. Let me try this one, see if this one's good. Hey, yo, this is Zing uh, Fun, I'm on your uh, no. live crappy. Sorry. Sorry, you don't know who you are either. Let's try this oh. one. Dude. Hey, this is uh, Sawyer from Wisconsin. There you go. I just want to tell you that I have a funny story that I want to tell. One time I was at my friend's house, and we were playing airsoft, which is like uh, guns with like little plastic BBs. Yeah. And we were reloading, and the gun was probably an inch or two away from my stomach. Well, the trigger oh. went off, and I shot myself two time, three times in the stomach. The bad thing was I was in the hospital with stomach pains about a week before this, so that wasn't real good. Dang. When I went to go tell my friend's mom, she just laughed at me. Bye. Yeah, not a great, not a great story, but at least the guy knew who he was. Hey, this is. Let me read it for you. Hey, this is also where I'm from, Wisconsin. I just want to tell you that I have a funny story, and I want else once. And I was at my friend's house, and we were playing here. So stop. Which is like, go out, done. This is legal. Plastic TVs, any reloading in the gone. Thus, probably if you're still with my stomach. Well, the trick going off, and I shot myself in time. Uh, since tonic. The bad thing is, I was in the hospital with stomach pains more than a week before the cell. I was a little bit when I went to court on my friend's mom. 
<laughs> she just laughed at me. Oh, Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, it's terrible when you go to court on your friend's mom. It's not, it's, it's not good. <laughs> I think I want Google Voice to take my messages now on. Yeah, no kidding. Anybody my work would be much there? better. No. Yeah, I, I just don't think you'd want to call in sick with Google Voice translating. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one more, one more. Let's see here. Hi, James. This is Esther, HP fan, HP fan on the forums. Uh, I have a story for you. So, I had just finished taking a shower, and oh. I got out, oh. and I had taken my earrings out when... And the lightning struck, and I saw these three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That was terrifying. <laughs> One of them had long flowing hair in oh. my earrings. <laughs> and I smell peanut butter and jelly in the air. <laughs> so scary. Oh, anyway. Taking a shower. Oh. So I put them on the floor. And when I got out of the shower, I stepped on one. And you know the little stud at the end of it, like, the point. Yeah. Well, they're talking about Eric again. <laughs> Wait, the stud that I kept seeing in the dark. Anyway. All right. So the point part. Goes to here. Yeah. I stepped on it and it went into my foot. <laughs> Needless to say, it was very painful. So I pulled it on my foot and it hurt for a while and it didn't bleed. Mm. So that's my story. Good. Moral of the story is. Don't take your earrings out and leave them on the floor when you're taking a shower. Talk to you later. Not to. Bye. Yeah, I'm going to try that. I, you know, on the bright side, she got her foot pierced. <laughs> <laughs> For free. Yeah, come on, all the kids are doing it. So <laughs> awesome. It's totally cool to get your foot pierced. <laughs> you don't have yours pierced? Weird. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, have all your toe webbings pierced. It'd be awesome. Zoinks. Zoinks. All right, well, that's our show for today, I guess. Eric, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate You're welcome. You. Thank you. Had fun. And uh, Trevor, of course, thank you. John, um, I appreciate you too, I suppose. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, if I have to. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, thanks, everybody. Uh, make sure you check us out online, nlcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash nlcast. Email your stuff to us. James at NLCast.com. Let me say that again. James at NLCast.com. Voicemail line is 209-5-NL-CAST. And uh, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Cobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Thanks to our contributors and everyone who listens. Make sure you check out the WBR show. That's Eric Fisher's uh, podcast. It's awesome. It's one of my favorites at WBRshow.com. He does videos. Uh, Wikipedia is my current favorite. Yeah. And um, you're looking up witches again, aren't you, Eric? Yeah. That's the way it is. <laughs> well, anyway, um, remember next time you're telling a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. And next time you call nobody's listening, remember your name for the love. <laughs> Goodness gracious, people. <laughs> is it too much to ask, really? My name's Bada Booba, whatever, in the I, forums. I, I might be and Goat Girl. I have so many <laughs> aliases, I can't keep them all straight. It's not like it's AOL time anymore where we all had like hot sexy babe 37.4 slash hack and sack at AOL.com. Don't read my email. (sighs) Eat my shorts.
Narthax! <laughs> <laughs> Narthax!